0: Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Diane. And we're Minimalist Moms. No, we don't live in tiny houses. We live in the suburbs of the Midwest where bigger equals better. But the more we added to
1: our lives, instead of feeling better, we felt overwhelmed. It's hard enough being a mom. The last thing we need is stress from too much stuff and overcrowded schedules.
0: It was time for a radical new mindset. Less is more. We're not into extremes. We didn't throw away everything.
1: Our brand of
0: minimalism is more about adding than subtracting. Get rid of the excess to make room for what you love. In other words, it's about living life with purpose. We hope it will inspire you to think more and do with less. Hello and welcome to Minimalist Moms. We are so glad that you're listening with us today. We are talking about living debt-free or at least aspiring to live debt-free as a part of our minimalist journey today and we thought we would start out the podcast with a new recurring segment just to really give you some more resources about minimalism. I know when I'm listening to podcasts, that's a lot of times my favorite part. So, Diane, what do you have for us today?
1: Yeah, so I've been reading a lot of minimalist books recently, and one that I um, wanted to recommend to you guys is called Unstuffed, Decluttering Your Home, Mind, and Soul by Ruth Sokoop. So-coop. Um, I'll put that in the show notes for you guys so you have easy access to the Amazon link. But um, I just really, I liked this book. It was a little bit redundant in some of the information that she gave, but um, overall, I really liked what she had to say about just faith and how you can incorporate it into unstuffing your mind. And um, I liked what she had to say about friendships. She has a whole section on friendships and relationships, and often we don't think about um, just how we can be overwhelmed in that area of our life, but really, when we pare down even things such as like friendships that can be toxic or just not beneficial, um, it can free up a lot of space for other things. So um, that was just one of the things I really liked about it. But like I said, I'll go ahead and link to it in the show notes for you guys to look um, to look more into it if it's something that mm-hmm. sounds interesting for yeah, you. Yeah,
0: that one's yeah. sitting on my bedside table. I read the first chapter already.
1: It's a quick read. I love yeah, it. I think it says, yeah. it's it's two twenty four pages. So yeah. yeah. It's a it's a quick she,
0: read. She she alternates between giving you some content and then giving you some tips that so you can go like right then mm-hmm. and do. Mm-hmm. Which is great. And one that I remember right off just from the first chapter for decluttering your home was just go around and take all the throw pillows off every surface that you might put them and I mean, you don't necessarily have to get rid of them, but just live with it for a little while. And I, I can't tell you, she even mentions it mm-hmm. in there, how many times I pick up throw pillows every single day. Because I love them mm-hmm. for the aesthetic of them, but my kids think that they're meant to literally be thrown. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Yeah, Charlotte dances on our pillow. There you go. Well, and these aren't even throw pillows. So I can imagine just having, you have three kids, so I'm sure that they <laughs> yeah. come up with some ideas for those. So I was like, mm,
0: that might relieve some of my literal yeah. mental and you know, stuff clutter. So,
1: yeah. Well, I was also going to say the other thing I liked, she talks a lot about Target, like her addiction to Target (laughs) and um, just how easy it is to just go in there without a plan and just Mm -hmm. the the little dollar section, like spending money in there, just to kind of like comfort, She said, I think she said your soul, like comfort Mm. your soul if you're upset or if you, I think she had just moved and so I don't know. She gives good practical advice, like you said, and lays it out for you there's one section that, um, lays out what you can do as a family for the whole weekend. Like you have a whole weekend dedicated to purging and Mm. family time. And at this point, I'm not really ready for that, but it's good because I have this book and I could always come back. Nice. Great. Yeah. So let's go, um, to our next, uh, minimalist moment of the week. This is how we typically start off our podcast, but like being said, we want to share a resource as well as our minimalist, minimalist moment. So Megan, what do you have for us this week?
0: Okay, well, I have heard in the past a tip about decluttering your home is to pretend, and I believe it was from The Minimalists. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe, anyway, uh, they were saying the tip to declutter your home is pretend like you're moving and literally box up all your stuff Mm -hmm. and then see when you need it or what you need to get out of it. and. That, to me, having so many people in our family, there are six of us in the house, Mm -hmm. that would be a lot of boxing up and moving around just to see, you know, it feels like a lot of work. So I was never on board for that. However, we are getting new carpeting in our upstairs. Mm -hmm. And I literally, (laughs) because you have to move, and here's another, since we're talking about debt-free and stuff, Mm -hmm. to save... We saved about Mm $1,000 by ripping out the carpet ourselves, the old one, Mm -hmm. and moving the furniture ourselves. Oh, wow. Yeah. I couldn't believe it because they were like, they're like, oh, it's just so many cents per square foot to move the stuff out and move it back again, and so many cents to tear it out of the stuff. And we were like, okay, well, they gave us a quote. And we're like, OK, what is it if we did that ourselves? And we're like, what? OK, we can do that ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, so for a few hours of work. And actually, I probably would have done that minorly myself because you're already going to have to take, ev- you were supposed to take everything off the tops mm-hmm. of whatever it is, like books out of shelves and everything off the floor. And I'm like, you're pretty much halfway there anyway. Why mm-hmm. don't we just move it anyway? So I've had to practice that. Not that this is everybody can do this. But even if you just took everything, because we took at first put everything to the center of the room, and then all that little stuff that's like underneath the mm-hmm. kids' beds or be- falls behind a dresser or whatever, and then at at that time I took the opportunity as we were moving stuff to, you know, thin out the toys, mm-hmm. kind of evaluate what's working, what's not working, and then rearranging some things, and mm-hmm. it was it was really the you know declutter and me was super happy (laughs) that we had to move our own furniture which sounds weird but so maybe pretending that you're getting your furniture (laughs) your your new carpeting Mm -hmm. would be a good idea (laughs) or just um using this time spring cleaning Mm -hmm. to um look at your rooms afresh Mm -hmm. and see what you might be able to thin out
1: yeah no I love that I love that I hadn't You said that that was from The Minimalist that you heard that tip? Yes, yes.
0: One of them literally boxed up his entire house and then, as they needed things, pulled them back out of the boxes and what was ever left after a certain period of time they just donated.
1: Hmm. That's a really good idea. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, Well, now we're going to get into just, like Megan said, the approach to becoming debt-free. And I wanted to preface this pod or this episode by saying that like neither of us have arrived. I don't. I don't think you've arrived. Are you guys? I didn't even ask you that we, before we started.
0: I mean, we still have a mortgage. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So I mean, if we're talking completely debt free, I think most of us do have mortgages. Some of us have to get car payments. But I mean, I think we're we're looking for progress, not perfection, and um just how we can strive to be more. I don't want to say budgeted because that sounds super restrictive sometimes. But just Approaching a lifestyle of freedom mm-hmm. um, and keeping your end goal in mind. So, as I was researching this um, topic, I had, um, I have some of my own experiences that I wanted to share with you guys. But I also just um, saw that there are a lot of um, benefits to living a debt-free life. Just the anxiety relief that you have, like the peace of mind, the mental space, um, the health and wellness benefits. Um, you would have more freedom to choose how you spend your money when you're saving. Um, you don't have to be so restrictive and stuck to a, or stick to a budget um, more fun and kind of in the same regard like just having the ability to make choices And maybe like if you once you reach your debt free debt free goal um, you could take a trip because you won't feel the oppression of a bunch of interest rates of credit cards and mm-hmm. just all the burden that comes with having that debt on top yeah. of.
0: and I think it's know. even interesting that Being debt-free is considered minimal, because I don't think a lot of people would connect those two things, Mm -hmm. because for many people, a a priority in their lives is to live debt-free or live without credit cards, Mm -hmm. because they... I think it's more evident with money why that would be mm-hmm. a benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's must be a ton of people out there who are minimalist and don't even know it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a minimalist way to say it. If we, if we think about the podcast that we did last um, or a couple weeks ago on the minimalist documentary, mm-hmm. they were just talking about consumption and how we want to keep spending and spending and spending. So, I mean, the opposite of spending is – not spending and <laughs> like saving so, yeah, saving, yeah. Um, saving or just spending wisely I guess yes, like not with uh, intention yeah
0: and I don't and I think too I guess maybe our minimalist spin on it is how can you look at I think a lot of people think about living debt free as in like you said not spending but maybe there's ways that you can simplify the way your finances are run the way you're budgeting. The way that you know your household is run
1: yeah and I think that's where the freedom comes in Mm -hmm. like the freedom to choose how what your intentions are with your with your money as opposed to just having the burden of student loans and car payments just all
0: that other stuff that you
1: don't want to spend money on yeah Um,
0: even just having a complicated budget sheet mm -hmm. at, at first when we started doing this like having, we didn't use all the several credit cards, but we had like all these credit card accounts open mm-hmm. and were advised at one point to keep them open to keep whatever credit, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So we don't get dinged or whatever the advice was at the time. But so I still had to keep track of all these other logins and all these. And after a while, we were just like, forget, we're just closing out all these accounts. Mm-hmm. doesn't make sense.
1: Well, I did that in my early 20s and then I had no idea that it charged me a yearly. Fees. Oh, so even some though, of them do. Yeah, so even though mm-hmm. it was at $0, I got on there, I don't know, a few months after the new year, and I saw that I was like, I kept getting these fees because, oh. uh, fees for the fee that I was charged for not using it. So yeah, I think that that's just a scam in general. Sure. And, I mean, do your own research, but I would, for me, I saw that it didn't affect my credit score, and my credit score has actually gone up much higher since nice. I closed all that. Nice. Nice. So, just another couple benefits to living debt-free the financial security um more savings like megan said just having that little bit of a fallback if need be if there's someone that is an ill family member or um if you have something happen in your house break in um just having that savings gives you financial security um and then less waste with the interest rates just thinking about how much money we can accumulate or the that accumulates an in interest. Um, I think that's one of the things I didn't realize with getting a credit card when I turned 18. Um, I just was like, oh, if I borrow $100, I pay $200 back from Macy's. And it's mm. like, oh, wait, no. This Then there's going to be two, like $20 on top mm-hmm. of that.
0: And I think Dave Ramsey calls up. that the stupid tax. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he
1: is very anti-credit card, which we'll, yes. ta- we'll talk about a little bit. Right. Um, Sorry. No, you're fine. You're, no, you're fine. You're <laughs> fine. I'm, I'm going to touch a little bit on Dave Ramsey, um, which I'm, I'm sure a lot of our listeners might be familiar with. Um, he's big in the, finance. not even Christian world, but no, just, just finance, finance and... in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so those are some benefits to living debt-free. And now I wanted to talk about just some of the um, steps that Megan and I have taken in our own pursuit of debt freedom, just some Um, things that have worked and things that don't work and that we're still struggling with because Mm -hmm. like we said we know that this is sometimes like a lifelong pursuit and we won't necessarily ever arrive but yeah so some of the steps that Marty and I decided to take after we got married um, we started our marriage with no cable no tv we we just knew that that was not something
0: we wanted to spend money on. And you literally mean not a television in your house, correct? Yeah. yeah. Yes. We, I just like, want to clarify yeah. that. Because some people thought you might not have cable, but yeah, you would have, have a television. Channel six,
1: 4, six, and 8. No, I can't even watch The Bachelors, <laughs> which is really disappointing.
0: <laughs> it's a big deal.
1: Yeah. Well, that to say, um, I don't think that um, I, we use, we have Hulu. So like we have Hulu and Netflix. But um, yeah, no cable. I mean, I think my parents' bill was like over $200 for their cable last month. Oh my so, goodness. Yeah, I mean, and I think that includes the internet. I don't know how it's all bundled these days, but yeah. So, that was something um, limited credit card use and choosing cards with a card with perks. So, Marty, being a teacher, he has an Amazon card, and the perks that he gets for using that, I think it's like every dollar is a dollar. Um, He can buy books for his classroom or supplies for his classroom on Amazon, and, like, the money that we're spending on the credit card goes towards that. Um, I know that there are airline miles that you can Mm -hmm. accumulate that a lot of people like to do, especially men or women that travel a lot. You can Mm -hmm. pay for vacations that way.
0: Yes, that's how – my husband is a salesman, Mm -hmm. and he travels a ton. I wondered if you guys would have a ton of miles. Yeah, and so that's – pretty much how, I mean, we can stay in any hotel, mm-hmm. any Hilton hotel at least, mm-hmm. <laughs> cheap or f- free. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it is a great benefit if that's possible.
1: Yeah. Um, another thing we did, which I'll, again, I'll talk talk about Dave Ramsey here in a little bit, but it's called a debt snowball, and basically it's one, you have several bills, and say you have a car payment. We, we both had car payments, and then once his car payment was paid off, we just put his car payment towards mine so it kind of like builds and builds until you pay off your debt you can do it really quickly so we did that Um, we rarely eat out and if we do eat out we either are going to do drinks or dinner we're not going to do both Um, and we typically just do drinks out because we both Mm -hmm. rather eat at home Um, we do hand-me-downs and borrowing from others like if I have an event to go to which I don't (laughs) but (laughs) if I have like a wedding or something. um, I'll borrow dresses from friends so I don't have to spend money on clothes. I rarely shop for clothes. I know that that's like a big temptation for me personally. Um, I mean just stepping foot in Nordstrom, I just want everything that I see so it's just best for me to stay out of stores like that. Um, And I would say that when I have shopped, um, I just make sure that I look for sales and make sure, oh this was the one thing, I don't buy something the first time that I see it. So mm. say I, I just go into Target and I see a shirt that I really like. I'll typically wait three times and see if it's still there after the third time I'm in Target. And I tip, I don't go to Target a ton, so it's usually gone. And I'm like, well, I didn't really need that. So mm-hmm. I like that idea of just setting like that rule, never buy something the first time you see it. So, um, Yeah, I think those were the steps that we've kind of taken – to pursue, again, not completely debt free, but we don't have car payments. We don't have the cable bills. We don't have student loans anymore because we've just chosen to live minimally in those areas. So, did you have, um, what were some steps that you guys have taken?
0: Well, when we were first married, both of us worked full time. And this was unbeknownst to me. This was all, all, the full credit goes to my husband because I foolishly had no idea what our finances were. He took care of it all mm-hmm. at the beginning of our marriage, and he set aside my income,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so we lived off his income alone. Okay. And just saved the other half. Then um, once we, I think, so we had, I, I stayed home from work once I had baby number two. Okay. Okay. And so then we had a really good chunk of money that would supplement my staying home for however long. Mm -hmm. And um, so we weren't just like completely, you know, um, we weren't, so we weren't like spending two incomes to Mm -hmm. begin with and having to pare down to one. So paring down, then we, we would just draw on my on the savings whenever we needed it. Mm-hmm. And um, we used, during that time, even before then, we then this isn't, I know, not available to everyone. But we were very blessed to have friends and family that were able to help us with child care, mm-hmm. meaning, like, it was a village. My mom watched her one day a week Mm -hmm. and then I had two friends who would trade off days and we paid them Mm -hmm. as babysitters, but it was way cheaper than Mm -hmm. if we were to go to a daycare center. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only was that preferable for us that they were with friends and family, Mm -hmm. but then it also was a huge monetary savings. Mm -hmm. So we were very thankful to them for that. And then uh, we stayed in our smaller home for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. And like I said, didn't draw upon our savings for as long as possible. So then um, when we moved to our current home, when we were pregnant with baby number three, we um, picked a home that was, it wasn't foreclosure. I mean, it was bank owned for two years. So it was well below our means. Mm -hmm. So we made sure even when we were going to a larger house, we weren't, uh, we could still stay within mm-hmm. our current, you know, I mean, it was it was more expensive, but mm-hmm. it was still not without reach. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't stretching our budget too far. You looked far. for a good deal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So um, as far as budgeting, which, I mean, just budgeting in general, mm-hmm. at one point when, after I think we had our third child, then I was like, hey, <laughs> oh, actually, it was when we were, Trying to, we were looking for the new house. Mm-hmm. I started to get because I was home full time. I started to get really involved in our finances, and because I needed to know like what kind of home can we look for, and what mm-hmm. we were crunching all those numbers. So I kind of just by default started taking over all the finances or managing them, and um, we set up shortly after we moved. And I think you mentioned this later. Our church had a. Um, Oh, what is it called? Finance University. Oh, it's Financial Peace. Financial yeah, Peace yeah, University yeah. class. Yeah. So we um, we got a small group together and did that, and with, that's when we were kind of exposed to the whole how to budget and how we we're to manage that. So um, I would say not just budgeting because that's it is really boring and really hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, we use we use we've used two different. Um, we- <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that, but we're we're in our church recording right now, and there is a Boy Scout troop above us, so <laughs> it's a little rowdy.
1: <laughs> I am hoping the mics aren't picking it up. I know, yet.
0: but you, you may hear it. If not, you can cut this out. <laughs> anyway, so uh, two, I think it's not only important that – um, you budget, but it's not too cumbersome. Like I said, simplify mm-hmm. it. And we were really hesitant about these services at first because what they do, like, for example, Mint at mint.com, mm-hmm. you put in all of your information for your bank cards, your credit cards, any kind of, like, online accounts, like PayPal or whatever that you'd like to, and, and funnel all of that information. And it, it essentially learns your spending habits mm-hmm. and you set things to budget automatically and you can open it and just you know see where your money is going. Mm-hmm. It's a great resource I think for individuals. It started not working for us because both when I started freelancing and my husband has a lot of outside mm-hmm. of work expenses that we were getting reimbursed. It just got complicated yeah, and it's it was it's made for personal budgeting mm-hmm. and it's a fantastic tool for that but we we've Recently moved to something called Tiller, mm-hmm. and I believe the website is tillerhq.com. Okay. And it notes, uh, yes, and it is a based upon Google Sheets. Oh. so it, it their service, which is five bucks a month, so pretty affordable. Um, but you still do have to pay for it, and it was a little bit of a learning curve for me mm-hmm. because I wasn't a huge. Sh- spreadsheet person. Mm -hmm. Um, But once I got it all set up, it's been great and it's super flexible and you can put make sheets for anything and everything and it'll aggregate all your stuff. So Mm -hmm. that was that's been pretty awesome lately. So um, the other thing I think that really helps us stay in debt free or moving toward that is that um, we automate all of our bills that's possible to automate. I don't know. Maybe that's obvious to people. Mm -hmm. But even, like, our giving to our church Mm -hmm. and to different charities is just automatically taken out off Mm -hmm. the top at the beginning of the month. We don't ever even consider it Mm -hmm. as something that we could spend. Yeah, we don't see it. Mm -hmm. We also have um, different accounts for... Um, the emergency fund, mm-hmm. thing, you know, rainy day fund, whatever you want to call it, our nest egg uh, that automatically goes there. We also have some for Christmas, mm-hmm. so we save for that ahead of time. We have it for vacations. We have a fund for home remodeling. We have a fund for car repairs because that a lot of times is one of those (gasps) I don't have three thousand dollars if something blows the Mm -hmm. transmission I don't even know I don't know if about cars to know (laughs) it would be three thousand dollars but yeah car repairs and then we also have this thing we we just call bill holding for non-monthly bills so like our auto insurance is every Mm -hmm. six months and again that's a big bill to be hit with Mm -hmm. if you're not you know ready for it or if you spent that money already so Mm -hmm. We just throw that in there until we need it. Um, Another thing that we also, when we're kind of the minimal approach to budgeting, is we look through things that were just those, like, little purchases that are taken, little services that you might have, um, usually electronic services that you might have um, subscribed to that Mm -hmm. are coming out every month, which... I know you mentioned, like, Hulu, but what if you have multiple? Like, if you have mm-hmm. Netflix and you have Hulu and you have whatever all, streaming, Roku, I don't mm-hmm. even know, those kinds of things. We're like, okay, we're just going to do Netflix. That's mm-hmm. all we're going to do. Or um, we just had just multiple services mm-hmm. for, we had SiriusXM and we had, I Audible. think, Apple. and Or Spotify yeah, and, like, Spotify. just yeah. all that kind of stuff. We're mm-hmm. just like x x x you Choose know like you really exactly use. and and that's even evolved in the last I would say three to five years ridiculously mm-hmm. from I mean when we started doing this that wasn't even mm-hmm. a thing <laughs> so oh, yeah. it so that just those little things can creep in and you're mm-hmm. like oh it's only five bucks a month but then if we have five five bucks a month things mm-hmm. it just adds up quickly mm-hmm. so that kind of thing uh what else what else so Um, We save for something before we buy it, like our cars. We bought um, our last two vehicles outright, save for them. And that, granted, things happen. And, you know, sometimes you can't do that. Mm -hmm. But we were um, able to do that. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, You mentioned shopping. So I have being the recovering shopaholic that I am have Mm -hmm. had to drastically reduce the Mm -hmm. amount of time that I spend in actual stores Mm -hmm. because I yeah I will just especially target Mm -hmm. um I at one point just said okay you can only go once a month Mm -hmm. (laughs) you get the things that you can either only get at target that are cheapest there Mm -hmm. or whatever it is and I just eventually instead of going once a month I would just like If I can just buy it at the grocery store and I pay two extra dollars, I didn't go to Target and spend 15 extra dollars on Mm -hmm. this cute thing I could put on my wall. Mm -hmm. I actually saved money. Mm -hmm. So instead of looking for the best deal, I knew myself and I was like, eh, I'll just pay two more dollars for the laundry detergent Mm -hmm. or whatever it is that's cheaper. So Mm -hmm. um, that has helped me.
1: I like like the idea of, we have Kroger here. I I don't know what people have around the country, but that's our grocery store chain. One of our, Meijer is the other one. Mm -hmm. But think even if you're going to save, like, $2 on your detergent by going to Target, if you're going to spend $15 on a shirt, like, just spend the $2 at Kroger so you're not tempted to go Mm -hmm. to Target and spend money that you don't necessarily intend on spending. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I – I mean, I go to Target maybe once every 8 to 10 weeks. Yeah. Like, it's just – because it's – it is hard to get in and out of there. With your one purchase that you and it's
0: on. about the time, and that's yeah. the, partially the thing is. I think I put in here as one of my things is pursuing your passions can sometimes help you from spending more money. And what I mean by that is that since I started blogging and doing this podcast and mm-hmm. just really getting involved in things that I'm passionate about, I didn't have as much free time on my hands, mm-hmm. like, you know, the idle hands of the devil's playground, you know, mm-hmm. where if I like, oh, I'll just pop into this store and, you know, like just browse while I'm waiting for my kid to get out of preschool, mm-hmm. then I would inevitably buy more but if I keep a book in my car and I know I can just sit for the half an hour Mm -hmm. in the driveway and Mm -hmm. you know in the parking lot then Mm -hmm. I'd rather do that so Mm -hmm. I mean just those kind of things I actually am a better online shopper I know for some people that's more temptation because it's just like one click Mm -hmm. and you can go there but um for me for some reason I like It freaks me out because you can see it. I don't know. Like, I sometimes, shamefully, do not even look at the total when I'm at a checkout. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't – it doesn't even register. Like, I know what I pay individually, but –
1: I don't. Yeah, with groceries, I don't – Yeah, with groceries, it doesn't even
0: register. I don't even know. So – Online for for me, just seeing that total add up, mm. you know. And I'm just very intentional about what I buy. I usually research it more if I'm buying it online. That kind That's of thing. That's what I was thing. gonna say.
1: For me, when I'm online shopping, I did my whole baby registry with Charlotte that way. So I, I went to Babies R Us, scanned everything, and I scanned everything like several different high chairs, several different. Play, uh, pack and plays and then when I went home I could see the reviews and then I could compare mm. and cross p- compare and contrast prices versus the reviews to find my nice. better deal. And like I had the time to do that. I know that not everyone has the time, but I I one wanted to set aside this time and two I did have the time to do that, but nice. I think it does help you spend money more wisely because you can see the I love how they have reviews even about clothes now and you can see like sometimes you can upload mm. a little picture. And so you can see how it really looks in real life and not just on the model. Yes. Yeah. I love
0: that. Um, so I love that. Yeah. About uh, rent the runway. Oh, yeah. Does that. I, I haven't rented from it. I have mm-hmm. many friends who have. Um, but it's great because you can see it on different people's body types. And usually they'll put their measurements in there. So mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I am literally, you know, mm-hmm. that same size and same measurements as this woman. This is about what it's going to look like mm-hmm. on me. I love that. About yeah. that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, so let's see what else I got. Oh, it, also with the shopping online, it eliminates my kids wanting items in the store mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm modeling that behavior that we're not that, that shopping isn't necessarily a recreation activity, and mm-hmm. we're not always gonna get stuff mm-hmm. when we go places. I'm just more weak in a store when they ask me for things because I'm like, okay, let's just get out. Okay, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. And you are of
1: them wearing you down. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so if we're not in the store, mm-hmm. then... And I have one child, especially, who just... It's just his thing. Like, mm-hmm. he just... He asks to go to stores, even though we don't do it mm-hmm. hardly ever with him because he's usually in school. I'm not normally shopping with him. And he just always wants to go and wants to buy things. And so I just want to go buy things. Mm-hmm. No, eh, no, mm-hmm. let's go, you know, do this mm-hmm. instead. So that's uh, been a great thing for us as a family. Oh, I was going to ask you about your book policy as far mm-hmm. as purchasing. And I know, I mean, you would. Utilize a library as much mm-hmm. as possible, but what do you usually purchase a physical copy or how do you do that? Well, um,
1: this is, will actually be a good segue into my next thing that I want awesome. to talk about, but um, yeah, I do not buy books unless they're self help slash Christian books mm-hmm. that I know that I probably will do a lot of underlining in, and I also have with one of my best friends that we do a study, like, we just pick up book after book for our study and just do it all year long on Saturday morning. So I'll pick up those books because we're actually getting together, talking about it, and I'm just underlining, like I said, things and mm-hmm. writing in the margin. So, um, yes, I buy those types of books, but never a fiction because I don't re- re- reread books. So okay.
0: that's – I was curious because, if you guys don't know, she reads a lot. <laughs> and uh, she's a, a voracious reader, as they say. I like like what – 80 some books last year or something like 89 last year. And I read
1: 129 the year before. Oh my
0: goodness. So that's more than one a week you're churning through.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was just curious if you, if you like to purchase them. The Um, library
1: is my best friend. Yes. So in the library, there are apps that um, you can utilize as well so that you can um, get the book on your phone or the audio book Mm -hmm. on your phone. And yeah, you have to wait in line sometimes for the more popular books. But I mean, it's worth the wait because then you don't have to go buy the book. Nice. Do you book.
0: have an Audible subscription?
1: So I tried out the trial, and it just doesn't ever see. It doesn't seem worth it. Like okay, yeah, I had to cancel. I've been it. thinking about that. Yeah. Just because
0: for that same reason, yeah. like you can do it free through From our library. library. you just have to wait longer. But yeah, yeah, you have to wait forever, and it's never. Yeah. A lot of times I'll search, and it's not there. So, mm.
1: you can recommend things to the library app. It Ooh, like so it'll come up nice down idea. at the bottom, and then if they. Add it to their list. You you'll be the first one to get that book. Nice. Yeah. So there are options, but I know it. That's I struggle. That's why I started Audible, and then I saw that it's just a ridiculous amount, and I'm like, why would I spend this, however much money? I think it's like twenty bucks or fifteen bucks or something. When I can get it for free, but I just have to wait for a few more months. Or sometimes you don't have to wait that long from the library app. So Um, I know they run some good deals sometimes on Audible, like buy. One, get two credits free, but mm-hmm. I'm still just a cheapskate. So. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> I know. It feels weird to pay. I don't know why. I do it for music, but it feels weird to pay that much for a, a digital book. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, it's not as easy to go back to it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. but I'm, I'm very similar and literally I will only buy a book if I know I will either read it again or I want to gift it to somebody mm, mm-hmm. like if, if there was something life-changing in that book I'm gonna buy it mm-hmm. like, and there are some books where I've got it from the library and I'm halfway through and I'm like I cannot read this anymore I order it instantly because I need to highlight all this mm-hmm. stuff so you mm-hmm. know I'm, I'm, I'm similar in that way and then a lot of times maybe a year or two will go by and then I'll give it to somebody or donate it mm-hmm. or whatever so
1: I will say that um, I've done this at the library. This is, I, sh- I shouldn't say this, but if I do find a book at the library that I really like and I have a lot of note taking that I want to take, I will just take it and then I'll buy the book from the library. Like
0: You'll buy the book from the yeah, library? Yeah,
1: like, I'll start like underlining things <laughs> in my library book. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry, I've kind of destroyed your book. Like, let me just pay for that for you guys to get a new one. Oh, so that's I, funny. I have a few library books at my house. That oh, I, that's funny. Yeah. But I was, was going I was like, so
0: are you like buying them a copy? No, you or just,
1: you give them the money for that book so they can replace it. But Got you. It ends up being you can find books cheaper on Amazon, so I don't typically try and do that. It's only when you find yeah. a really good
0: book. But yeah, and we gotta make sure they're recent ones because I have heard horror stories of parents who. Usually, their kid is the one that destroyed the book, mm-hmm. and it's like not a rare book but an old one. And it's cost like $65 to replace the yeah. book or something. Yeah. So,
1: oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, oh, if it's gosh, a really like old one, something from the 80s, or mm-hmm. yeah, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like you're oh, searching through rare books, yeah, yeah. So, so make sure it's just when <laughs> <laughs> you can get it easily. That's oh, so funny.
0: that's I've never heard of that before. Yeah. That's hilarious.
1: Well, I was gonna, um, did you have anything more to share? No, about- no, okay. no, it's good. Well, um, in regards to books, I have, um, I wanted to talk about things that we could improve on that we're struggling with in our debt-free approach, just things that are kind of getting us caught up or just things that we spend frivolous money on that we don't need to spend money on. And in regards to books, so there is another podcast um, called What Should I Read Next? Modern Mrs. Darcy Mm -hmm. posts it. Oh, love her. I do too. Ann Bogle. And she... I don't know how she takes the time, or she probably has someone that does it for her now. But she has the Kindle deal of the day, and so I do have a Kindle on my phone, because um, you can get the Kindle app for free on all iPhones. But there'll be books on the Kindle, like Kindle app for 99 cents to typically 3.99, mm-hmm. and they're new books. Like some of these Ooh. are the most popular books of like last year, or like the most popular books in the last 10 years. And there's typically like five to seven of them that she lists out. And then I usually they're there for like three to five days that you can get the good deal. But I have been spending, like if I see a book that I really want to read and I'm like, this is going to take me forever from the library. Like and if, mm-hmm. if it's under two ninety nine dollars I will buy it. And so that is something that I, definitely could improve on right now and I think like you were talking about earlier those little things do add up so I was Mm -hmm. like oh I only do this once in a while but like I probably bought five books last month for between 99 cents and 299 Mm -hmm. so I mean I know it's cheaper than it would be to buy typically one book but it adds up so that's yeah yeah in regards to books that's where I'm overspending money right now that I probably shouldn't so um, the other two, I could only think of two things that I'm struggling with. And I'd say um, one is coffee out. I just really like to. Yeah.
0: We're both coffee co- lovers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Well, it's just a way for me to meet
1: girlfriends. Or for my husband, he likes to meet his guy friends for a beer. And just that stuff adds up. And mm-hmm. I I mean, I drink black coffee. It's like 240. But I mean, if you're doing that every day, mm-hmm. it's going to and especially like, if you're spending $5 on a coffee, if you're getting one of the cappuccinos like, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so that. And then um, in regards to budgeting, I we don't budget. My husband just keeps a good eye on everything. But I would say that I do buy a lot of produce, and we typically go through it. We typically don't let it spoil, but I don't have really a grocery store budget. So I'm at the grocery store several times a week and just I don't really necessarily make lists sometimes and so I think that it's easy to overspend there so I'd say those are the areas that I could pull the reins back a little bit those three areas so what about you
0: I um wouldn't would not advise anyone to buy a fixer-upper house (laughs) um you can I mean it's just a higher risk Which we bought a fixer upper. I mean, we didn't know necessarily. Your house now. Yes. Really. Yes. We didn't know that it was a fixer upper necessarily when we bought it. We just thought it was outdated. Mm. Um, We had everything you were supposed to have done to it beforehand. You know, we had somebody inspect it, Mm -hmm. all that stuff, and everything was structurally sound until it wasn't. Um, The the you know H V A C went out the first several months we were in there, and Mm. you know holes and roofs and dry rot. I mean just all this stuff that we found once we started to fix things up that that just were a lot of money and we we had to go into debt f- for a while to dig ourselves out of it because we had no choice like can't live without a heater, mm-hmm. you know. So that kind of a thing um, it it they make it look g- glamorous on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean Chip and Joanna are awesome, but mm-hmm. if you are, it's just a risk, and you have to make sure that you have the, um, the extra funds there for anything that might go wrong. Um, we also are living in it while we're fixing it up, which mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend. To anybody. Yeah. Oh, but we did it because we were like, okay, we'll do it as because like we said, we thought it was all structurally sound. It's mm-hmm. just cosmetic. So we'll do it as we have the money, mm-hmm. which we're still, it's five years later. We're still doing it as we have the money because mm-hmm. all those thing major things happen that we didn't anticipate. Yeah. So, um, it's. Plus, there's constant temptation whenever we're doing a new project to want big. It's just, like, a mental thing. Like, I want bigger and better. I mm-hmm. want, like, oh, well, we did this, now this looks pretty. Now this doesn't look so pretty. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm competing with the Joneses necessarily, but I just want everything mm-hmm. now. <laughs> and it's been a frustration and a tension for mm-hmm. us. So, that sense. anyway, that's, that's the thing I could improve on. Um, I also I love to travel we love to travel and as I said before we can do it pretty economically because mm-hmm. we my husband travels a lot so a lot of times we'll have either free airline tickets and free hotel so it's like hey for just some spending cash we can go wherever and so I tend to I only really buy I don't buy souvenirs quote unquote but mm-hmm. you know I, I tend to buy things that really have meaning so like when we're going wherever we go I tend to buy a little something for the house mm-hmm. when I'm out or yeah or like it's the first time I've gone shopping in forever so mm-hmm. I'm like oh new shirt so new like, whatever trinkets like whatever little, no, okay. not, <laughs> no not no not necessarily yeah so like, I'm not like <laughs> buying <laughs> the ceramic spoons <laughs> yes. you have or like Like mugs that say I was here or whatever. No. like a
1: sand dollar for your bathroom. Right. Or it's like,
0: I mean. Mm -hmm. No
1: offense if you guys do that.
0: No, no. (laughs) That's fine. But usually it's like I'm in a place where I don't normally. There's like boutique shops and handmade things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, last time we were, um, we traveled, there was this amazing antique mall. And we were just like, you know, combing through it the whole time. And especially in antique malls or thrift stores Mm -hmm. you have the tendency like i can resist like a target sale or whatever because i'm like i can get that stuff anywhere Mm -hmm. but when it's like antique it's one of a kind then you're kind of talk yourself into it a lot of times Mm -hmm. because i can never get this ever again Mm -hmm. do you need it probably not but all the time but yeah anyway so i could improve on that um And then we could always improve on, I used to only do the budget monthly, which is, I feel like, a really bad idea, because then if something happened at the beginning of the month, you don't catch it till the end of the month, sometimes Mm you can't, you can't even remember Mm -hmm. what happened on that day. Or I'm going to my husband and saying, yeah, on um, February 1st, you went to this, what is this? And Mm -hmm. he's like, I don't know, I don't remember. So anyway, Mm -hmm. we need to, yeah, weekly go through the budget, which was one of my goals for this year. Um, And I've been doing decently at it. At least I'm looking at the budget more often than once a month. And um, we also need to go over it as a couple more often Mm -hmm. because, like I said, sometimes I'll assume that he did something and then I'll come back at the end of the month and he's like, no, I have no idea what that is. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, man, i got to track that down now. So Mm -hmm. anyway, that is – oh, and then (laughs) this is the other thing (laughs) I was going to ask you about. Like, or I – I keep wanting a cleaning service <laughs> like and I keep and I know it's the best like minimal way to do it and debt free way to do it because mm-hmm. you I'm physically capable to clean my house mm-hmm. you know like I can do it and that's why we've done it yeah I've done it for so long but again it's kind of like I'm looking at like the time versus like if I worked for a few more hours could I re- you know am I being more effective with my I've been trying to talk myself and Mm-hmm. But anytime I get a quote, it's just ridiculous for how much square footage we have and all that. So, anyway, I've, I've been trying to figure out how to minimally, mm. <laughs> for less cost, get a cleaning service or just like come in and do this. Mm-hmm. Then it would yeah, save you me. Well,
1: because I cleaned houses in college. So, which is weird because I don't ever clean my house. Like, and I, <laughs> you, I you got it all out of your yeah, system. <laughs> I'm like, I can clean other people's houses. And I loved it. It was so. Just I would zone out, anyways. But um, yeah, for my house, like I don't ever deep clean my house. I'm a
0: tidier. I like to tidy and keep things tidy. Yes. So, but it's like the actually getting out a broom or oh, I yeah. mean, it's picked up yeah. most of the time. But it's the like the mopping or the dusting,
1: base dusting, base. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm
0: just I've I've come to accept this about myself. I'm a perfectionist mm-hmm. and I work at home, mm-hmm. so I'm literally in my house. 24 7 most days besides picking up and dropping off the kids mm-hmm. from school and it just it it's like become a, a mental clutter mm-hmm. for me like I am unable to focus a lot of times because of it or I'm not getting work done because then I'm like oh that needs done and I'd rather focus on mm. unloading the dishwasher than mm-hmm. you know focusing on my work so anyway Anybody has any ideas and like, or a college student that would like mm. to come and <laughs> clean my house Care. for cheaper?
1: Com. Care.com does have
0: like, oh, that's a good idea. that,
1: yeah, you can mm. employ. But I guess, yeah, if you're moving towards debt freedom, I don't know. I know, that's, that's not a good thing. I know, I know we're talking about what we struggle with and what we, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's
0: my struggle right yeah. now. I know it's kind of like later on maybe for some people in yeah. there. Deals. But but honestly, if I could make I can make more money mm-hmm. in the time that I'm say I, I clean for six hours a week. Mm-hmm. If I were to freelance for that amount of time, I could probably make more money than if I were cleaning for that amount of time. If that makes sense,
1: that makes sense. At I, least that's
0: how I'm justifying it to myself. Yeah.
1: No, not to go down like a rabbit hole and talk too much about this right now. But um, I mean, when you go into a house and you clean it, like your kids are going to dirty it up again with like so. Sure. I mean, I would clean houses like for retirees, like once a mm. week, and it would still, like, your house. I don't know. It's just your house is going to get dirty. So I would just say, like, how much money are you going to pay someone versus how much money are you going to make? And if they're going to.
0: Yeah, I've got to figure you that out. You have to weigh the
1: pros and cons of it, but. To each their own. We all have our True. own. True. Anyway. Strong things. That I'm struggling with it, as in, like, yeah. mentally, I keep wanting, wanting it. it. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um,. Well, I did want to take some time just quickly, briefly to mention, like I said, Dave Ramsey, um, the financial advisor. uh, He created Financial Peace University. Um, It's offered by a lot of churches around the country. I know my church did it once a year, like my childhood church. And basically Mm -hmm. it's just... You can go as couples or, like, singles, however, whoever wants to do it. But um, he just really lays out a plan for you to be debt-free and just... And there's use. a
0: book you can buy, too, right? Yeah, there right? is. Yeah, yeah, like, anybody can access yeah. the information. Um,
1: yeah, he has seven baby steps that make it easy for anyone to start. And I'll just quickly, quickly read through these. I'm going to link to his website so you can read about them in more detail. But um, number one, uh, $1,000 to start an emergency want fund. Number two... Pay off all debt using the debt snowball, what I mentioned earlier. So you just build. Once you pay down debt, you put that towards something else because you don't see that money anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you're not used to seeing it, that $200, put it towards your other debt, and then you can pay down your debt really quickly. It's a mm-hmm. snowball effect. Um, number three, three to six months of expenses and savings. So just every, like calculate everything that you would possibly spend and keep that in your savings. Uh, number and four, save
0: up to get to, yeah, to that, that nest yes. egg of three to six yeah, months of expenses. Yeah,
1: for the financial peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, he goes into more detail about these on his website. Um, step four: invest fifteen percent of household income into a Roth IRA and pre-tax retirement. I'm not going to even try and to like explain any of that. I I Marty, couldn't even yeah, Marty do it. Deals so. With all that. Um, Step five, (laughs) college funding for kid. Step six, pay off home early. And step seven, build wealth and give. Um, Which I think as Christians, like I do have to put it out there, I think that when we are giving back to the Lord or just giving back to the church, a big church, like around the world, like Mm -hmm. Campus Crusade for Christ, missionaries, I think that we can see God bless us in ways that he might not if we're not giving. So... Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, Not to convict anyone, because we still have major growth in this area as well. But I think that there's something to be said for giving, and I think that's why he includes it there. Um, I was going to say, I did it in my early 20s, so I wasn't married. And I married someone that's just really good with his finances and just really responsible, so I don't have to take a lot of time and effort to... um, Just worry about my budget and worried worry about just where our money is going because he kind of controls that. But I would say that, like everyone that I know that has done this and followed through with the program, has had great results. And it can be extreme for some people, but I want I don't want to say like you're guaranteed results, but I think that you are guaranteed results. Everyone that I know that has done it better than when you started. Yeah, and I would say that with this whole debt free mentality, I. I didn't know how to approach it. I was thinking as I was getting ready to come here just what it would be like if you and your spouse were not on the same team Mm -hmm. moving forward. And that would be really difficult. So, I mean, you can always throw this idea out there to go together and just say, like, hey, maybe we could do this and see.
0: Or isn't step one, like you said, is if you are maybe – the husband or the wife. It mm-hmm. can be in either situation.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, like, even just us sitting here, I manage ours, and your husband manages mm-hmm. yours. So, like, the husband or the wife, if you're not aware, fully aware of your finances, that's step number one, mm-hmm. I think, is having that conversation. Like, can you show me what's going on? Where, you know, where money's coming in and out? Um, and then talking about, yeah, maybe, like, your values and, and where you might, you know, why did this even come up? Where is the tension for you? That mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And then um, I think it even I I picked up one of Dan's, it wasn't the Financial Peace University, but another one of his books mm-hmm. beforehand. And I was just, like, reading it in the car and I was like, hey, did you know about X? Mm-hmm. Or, so, you know, like, just having conversations like that yeah
1: and i mean like i said he can be extreme in some of his beliefs um i mean i think he wants you to pay cash for everything like yes. not to have any credit cards which is somewhat hard in this day and age i mean more power to you if you can do it but like cash for homes like uh-huh. yeah and to me i'm like oh my goodness like we would have to live in like a fifteen thousand dollar house like I, I don't know but <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe not that extreme but i just he, he does have some radical ideas but um yeah, I would highly check him out if you are interested in um, really getting the ball rolling on some of the stat freedom, mm-hmm. just that these bigger concepts, I guess, than what we're really talking about here mm-hmm. on our podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, to end, I just wanted to talk about just some practical tips that um, you could use going forward just to save money, just some things that I do. And Megan, if you have anything you can... You want sure. to throw out there you can um we've kind of talked about a lot of these but like get, getting rid of cable and considering hulu amazon prime netflix or i was thinking about this when your family and friends houses so like if i want to watch the bachelor i don't have to work mondays now so i could go over to my friend's house and watch the bachelor as opposed to watching it on hulu and that's really all i watch on hulu is the bachelor mm-hmm. so
0: you know i just read the magnolia story oh yeah and they they do not they have never had a tv mm-hmm and they're on TV, which is that so is funny. Really, yeah. But that's what they do. They go to other people's houses. They're like, if there's really something we want to watch yeah. on TV, we'll make an, an event of it.
1: Yeah. The, last night, the Oscars were on. If you want to watch the Oscars, like, I know several friends that were having parties last night. Or just, like, say, Mom, I'm coming over and I'm going to watch the Oscars. Yeah. After I put my kids to bed or something. Um, we talked about utilizing the library um, just for books. Um, for moms looking to take their kids out for some just activity story times are great they do it for babies all the way up through I probably kindergarten I'm assuming I just don't have yeah summer, so. in the summer in the summer they summer, have they have
0: yeah. um, grade school stuff they even I mean our main library system like the Columbus Metro library system um, does not do adult programming but the West, but another one does oh, okay. yeah, so yeah. Um, there's even some adult classes uh, for you know all kinds of free things yeah so.
1: well I was gonna say um, the library is a great resource for tutors as well so hmm. as opposed to spending $50 an hour on a tutor there are free tutors at our library nice. I mean I, I don't know what that looks like in everyone's situation but I that could be a great way to save money um, instead of buying a gym membership uh, running walking internet videos for workouts uh, brewing your own coffee at home I'll get mm-hmm. to this point again one day <laughs> um, Focus on sale items at the grocery store. There are coupon apps um, that you can download on your phone that make it really easy just to scan as opposed to clipping and cutting.
0: Um, now that thing. <laughs> is it bad? No, no, no. I no, don't no. use them. No, I just, for me, it was kind of, it's kind of the time versus benefit thing, mm-hmm. like, I was an extreme coupon, like those people, the extreme couponer face several years ago. And it was so much time and effort. And I don't, and what I gained was a stockpile of food that I didn't use. So I'm not saying couponing is bad by any means or for what you were talking about. But um, it, a lot of times for me, is not worth the mental energy.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I know like Whole Foods has an app now and... You can just, like, look through the ad and, like, any of that's available on your phone. And I think the hard thing about that, maybe this is what you're saying, is that why would I buy on-sale tofu if I'm not going to eat tofu? Yes. Yeah.
0: Sometimes it, as long as it's something that you buy all Intent- the time. or you're intending You're on intentional, you're like, yeah. with anything, as long as you're being intentional about yeah. it. Yeah. Because yeah. with anything with minimalism, you could do the opposite. Is you can you can get obsessive about being minimal, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, or yeah. obsessive about paying the least amount and forget the whole point of the whole exercise is you actually need it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, just quickly going back down through this list, uh, grocery rewards for gas discounts. That's where I, I mm-hmm. always get my gas um, through that. Uh, pack lunch from leftovers from dinner. Um Sell, sell, sell. Like we've mentioned before, Facebook groups, Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Um, avoid temptations. Stay out of the mall, shops, Target. I know for me, like I said, that I have to do that. Um, limit eating out. And like I said, maybe just choose dinner or drinks, not both, if you're going to do so. Or share an entree if you are going to eat dinner out. It's
0: a good idea. Yeah. Um, and then splurge on dessert. We do that yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> Like if we really want dessert, we're like, well, we'll share the entree. Yeah, <certain> um
1: give homemade gifts uh find friends that you can trade services with so like haircuts handyman photography babysitting pet sitting hmm. especially for moms of littles like it would be i need to do this but now it's gonna be hard now that i have a second one like a newborn <laughs> but um yeah just like switching one night a week you watch my kid and i'll watch yours mm-hmm. yeah um, and then the last thing I had was to turn off the buy one click method. I know that I had that on for a while and it was so much easier to buy those Kindle books like mm. buy one click. But now that I've turned it off, it's like, oh, I have to go and turn on my information to buy it. Like I'll go, mm-hmm. I'll go back and do that later. And slows then you, you down forget. A little bit. Yeah. And so then you end up not necessarily even remembering it and mm-hmm. yeah, you wouldn't have bought it anyways.
0: For me in particular, now that you mentioned that like, digital books can be way more cluttering than physical for me mm-hmm. like I have I don't even know how many digital books that were either free or really mm-hmm. cheap that I've downloaded that mm-hmm. I don't even they're not in front of me so I don't read them mm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. so and I well my other thing is that I don't I have my laptop and I have my phone mm-hmm. and neither of those are super convenient to read books on You know, like I don't have a tablet. Yeah. You know, you could read it on the phone, but. I can see
1: I only, I read on my phone at night and I read on my laptop when I'm on. We'll see there. And I'm like. (laughs) "Eh." (laughs) I have like four books open right now. (laughs) I have the books that I'm reading. So uh, to each their own. Yes. Um, but did you have any more practical tips? Um, before no, we I think you episode? you covered it.
0: I think yeah. you did a great job.
1: And we're interested. If you do have more practical tips, comment on our blog. Uh, leave mm-hmm. us. We like, have a new yeah. Facebook we page. We have a Facebook page. Come to our Facebook page. The, I want to say we're the Minimalist Mom. Uh, it's
0: Minimalist Moms Podcast. I am it? pretty sure on Facebook.
1: Moms Podcast. I'm typing it in as we speak.
0: This is super professional. Nope, it's not. (laughs) Uh, Well, our website. Yes, our website is minimalistmomspodcast.com. And all of our social media is linked through there. So you can find us there.
1: Oh, we're the minimalist moms. (laughs) Nice. I found it. Yes. (laughs) So find us
0: online anywhere that. Uh, And we're now on Stitcher. And if you're listening to to this, you might have, it's awesome if you found us via Stitcher or if you have an Android-loving friend, let them know.
1: Absolutely. Well, thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thank you.
0: Bye-bye.